Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ujvala Radio, a show dedicated to love and passion, and the power they have to transform our lives. Now, find a comfortable place to sit, relax, and enjoy the show. And now, here's Terry and Robin. And good evening, everybody. Good afternoon, good morning, good wherever in the world you are. You are listening to Ujvala Radio on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. I am Reverend Terry Power, and I am joined tonight, as all good nights, uh, by my amazing, beautiful, talented, uh, (laughs) just dazzling, uh, beautiful wife, Robin. Hi, darling. Hi, honey. <laughs> I wish I could come up to that. <laughs> oh, every day. <laughs> I love every you. Every <laughs> day you do. Mwah. All right. Well, thank you. So uh, tonight is kind of an exciting night. We've got a special guest. We've got Tamika Gray-L, and we're going to bring her on in a few minutes, but I do want to do a little bit of uh, you know, business here at the beginning. I um, want to remind everybody this is a call-in show. And if you would like to have any questions for the guest or for us, uh, comments, if you want to have a polite conversation, uh, we will be happy to take your call at 646-564-9714. And you call in and uh, you just hit the one button on your phone and that'll raise the little flag on the switchboard and we'll know that you want to talk. Or if you just want to use that number, to call in and listen, maybe your internet connection is me, uh, you can always just call into that number at the showtime at 646-564-9714, and you can sit in the uh, waiting room and listen to the show. So it uh, works out you know, either way. It's a good number to call. Uh, let's see. Uh, really, I think that's about it for right now. I do want to go ahead and give Tamika as much time as possible and we'll we'll talk at the end about how to find us you guys know that most of all, most of that already so uh let's go ahead and bring Tamika in here and all right Tamika are you with us I am all right hi Tamika hi how are you both uh, we are well. very good I'm very excited that you're here tonight 
And I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The universe, thank you. Thank you, everybody who is listening, because I'm really excited to be here. I don't do things like this often. Oh, well, we're glad we're glad that you uh, that you did uh, take this opportunity with us. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of nice. We met in uh, uh, Yoga Veda Institute's uh, uh, virtual cleansing retreat, and uh, the three of us kind of struck up a friendship just in that virtual world. And mm-hmm. we're just excited that uh, mm-hmm. that you know that uh, relationship is growing, and that we've got a, ch- a chance to bring you on the show and talk about what you're doing. There's some exciting stuff that 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 you are doing. Tell us and our listeners about uh, you know you're, you're a nurse practitioner, doula. Uh, what else have you got going on? Just uh, spill. Tell us everything. Okay, so <laughs> here's where the I don't do this often comes in at. So actually, you know, this is how the universe works. You see people, you notice people. We're in those classes together, and you see some people, you don't see some people. And you move around, and you're like, huh, that's an interesting person because you feel their energy. And you see the person, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm in, this is actually my second semester there. And I, I saw and I felt. And all of a sudden, it was like, Robin, reach out. Terry, reach out. And I'm like, well, I already know them. Like, not as in yoga better, but as in, I already know them. And that's how spirit works. Mm-hmm. So, to what I'm doing, I am a nurse practitioner. My actual specialty is women's health, anything women's health. Um, as a nurse practitioner, I am the director of an advanced uh, registered nursing program, which means I also train nurse practitioners in women's, well, actually, family practice, adult gerontology, psych mental health, and pediatrics. So I kind of go across the whole board. I've been a nurse for over 30 years, a nurse practitioner for, I can't even believe it, literally since 2000, uh, 2008. I've been a nurse practitioner, and I, it, it just, like, it, it flies by. And you wake up, and all of a sudden, people are asking you the questions. So in 2013, I got my doctorate, which is in health and wellness psychology and organizational leadership, and I immediately got an appointment at the University of Toledo as a, a faculty member. And that was, you know, I go through these things where I'm like, <gasps> People want to hear what I have to say, and I'm always amazed by it. <laughs> like, why, why do they want to hear what I have to say? I mean, even as a kid, that that has been my thing. So then, in 2000, actually in 2009, I developed a company, and it came out of my husband, Chris Chris Braille, was a coach, and kids couldn't get their physicals done because you know sometimes parents don't have time off or. They don't know what's going to happen. And so he said, well, can you come do physical? Well, I only do certain ages. So I developed a company, and uh, other nurses would come, nurse practitioners would come and do physical on the field, Um, you know, literally take the kids in so that we could get the kids off the street. Mm -hmm. And they didn't pay, like, well, you pay or you have your insurance or whatever. They didn't pay that. What we asked mm-hmm. for was 
enough money to cover our liability insurance because we had to cover it outside of what we were doing. So it really wasn't, mm-hmm. oh, there's this huge amount of money. It was, okay, well, maybe we'll charge $10 a kid. Coaches, can you make sure there's $10 a kid or $20 a kid as the economy changes because that will cover everything. Then that evolved, and that became Tiffany Health Services, which was part of that, but then I was also doing some legal nurse consulting, and I have always loved everything, not just nursing, but everything people. And in 2000, uh, 2000, so 2009, Tiffany kept doing it and moved on. And in 2014, I believe it was, Epiphany's name kind of morphed from Epiphany uh, Epiphany to Epiphany Consulting and Associates, so I could do a whole lot of things underneath one umbrella. And Mm -hmm. then this past, actually this year, on March 3rd, I I became Balanced Epiphany as a trademark. And I was still doing all of those things. And incorporating everything that I did involved some form of how do you help people, mind, body, and spirit. One day I was sad and I was like, okay, what's going on? I need to change my job. But I didn't because I was happy with my job. So what do I need to change? I need to change something about me. What is it? And there were tears, and it was so beautiful here in Ohio because there was so much snow out there. And I said, how can I? And I don't have to leave. So there's snow outside. I can see it, and I don't have to leave, so I'm warm. So what's the problem? So, you know, you ask the universe or whatever deity you want to say the universe is, Mm -hmm. what do I need to do? And I said, then I heard, you need to, it's holistic, holistic. And it felt warm. And all of a sudden, things start popping up wherever I was at. There was something holistic. There was Reiki. There was Mm -hmm. Ayurveda. There was crystals. There were all of these things. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's start doing it. So I started doing it. And then one day, I was looking back to see what it was an email. So I was trying to find this email and I just put in Reiki. And it went back to nineteen ninety nine and I was like, Are you serious? Right now I missed all of these signs for almost a decade and a half. Okay, wait a minute, what's going on? So that took me back to nineteen eighty seven and that is when my grandma my great grandmother who raised me, um, she changed forms. And the night before she did, I asked her if there was anything that I could do for her. And she said, just go to school. Well, I was a sophomore in high school. Of course I was going to go to school. Flash forward 30 years, I'm calling because my student loans got behind. And I'm calling and saying, okay, to to the school because suddenly the place I owe the student loans to went away. So I'm calling the school, and I'm like, okay, I need my transcript, and I need to pay this debt because it's mine. And the person who answered the phone said, okay, well, we'll release your transcripts, and I'm sending the email to you right now. And I said, okay, that's good, but how do I 
pay what I owe. And she said, so here's the thing. First of all, um, where we're located at, those loans were legal. And they like, that is me to get the loan. But where you went to school at, they're not legal. So we had to get rid of the loans. And it hit <laughs> me. He told me to finish school. And now mm-hmm. I'm finished. But then now they forgave me. I was forgiven $50,000. So I was like, now I owe a debt to society. Yeah. It didn't matter that I no longer owed a debt that was um, dollar bills or coins or whatever to this place. I now owe a debt to society. So it was time to step up my game and do what I needed because to do with and yeah. enjoy it. And I mm-hmm. enjoy all of what I'm doing, bringing the education. And I do think about it, okay, I would really love the big house or the big whatever or the big this, but I wouldn't love it because mm-hmm. it would just be big and empty unless I loved it plus my purpose was included in it. Yeah. Answer all of I, these things that I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that all the time about um, what do you really need versus what, you know, is your fantasy thing that you think you want. Um, you know, big house just means more cleaning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, they do I know it sounds strange, but like that's the first thing that hits me was, is, uh, you know, it just means I got to clean more rooms especially rooms that aren't actually being used. I don't know. Um, right now. Uh, I, yeah, exactly. Um, right now I could probably use one more room on my house um, because we took my mom in a little over a year and a half ago and it's a little bit snug in the house, but we're, we're making it work. Yeah, we could use and, an and office. Know, yeah. <laughs> But you do what you got to do. Yeah. You do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Robin was talking about the uh, what do you need versus what do you want. And I always look at my favorite story is looking at people with luxury SUVs and their four wheel drive and all these off road capabilities on a, you know, $100,000 truck. And mm-hmm. and they have and they have street tires on it, and you know if they got a scratch on this thing, they're going to be crying and filing an insurance claim. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what? That's conspicuous consumption. I mean, I don't understand. Give me, you know, we've got a Toyota 4Runner. You know, it's functional. It does everything that that luxury thing does, except for have the name and you know, and and you know maybe the cup warmers. We do have the seat warmers. You know, we live in Ohio. I mean, in, um, we live in Pennsylvania, you know, so. Um, but it, it just, I don't understand sometimes, you know, the the uh, conspicuous consumption is what I call it. So I'm with you. You know, we got to do what what's right for the, for the community mm-hmm. and trust that everything else will take care of itself. We, we do. We have, a, we have a social responsibility, whether we accept it or not. And whether it comes with a paycheck or not, because the mm-hmm. actual paycheck, as in my view is, the actual paycheck as we think about it should be, so how good do you feel about what you just did? I mean, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. 
there we have bills to pay, and again, I like nice things. But do you feel good about what you did to get that stuff? And if right. you don't, you don't need to change the things around you. You need to change the things within you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, the, um, which ends up bringing me to life, like life for me after that episode where it was like, okay, well, I, I really like this house. We walked in. It has all these things that I like about it. It's not really big, but, I mean, we had five kids, so at some point we needed a really big house. We don't need that anymore. But do I actually like my surroundings? And then sometimes you lose yourself, and I did. Like, you you just simply lose yourself. And then that day when I was like, let me change jobs, and I'm a nurse. I mean, I'm a nurse practitioner, but I'm a nurse. And... In the United States, nurses can always change jobs. So I did. Yeah. I still remember that I had a job for five years at a hospital. And my mother-in-law was like, we need to have a party. <laughs> and and it, I'm laughing because I couldn't understand why she said we need to have a party. And it's only been five years until I was like, oh, because she's used to me changing jobs. And... <laughs> Right, I mean, because I could. Okay, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. It wasn't the. What I realized was, it wasn't the job that I didn't like. It ultimately it was where I was at, what I was doing in my mind and in my body that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those things. I have a friend who's very fond of saying, you know, she was in this relationship, and every single relationship she's ever had in her life. The the guy in the relationship wound up cheating on her and leaving her. And, you know, she used to say, oh, men are terrible, men are terrible. And I said, you know, I need to bring your attention to something. Um, men may be terrible at times, but the one common denominator to every relationship that has failed is you. And what are you doing that's causing this to happen? You need to take a look. Or at allowing yourself. it to happen. Well, for allowing it to happen, for playing the same scenario over and over again, why, you know, is this keep happening to you? What do you need to examine the behavior and 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 your and life your as a child? Yeah. So I had to do that. I had to. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. No, I, I was just saying I had to go. I, I had to go through that myself. I had to change the. the I realized at some point that I had relationships with essentially the same woman in 10 different bodies, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the thing that was that needed to change was my approach to relationships. And now mm-hmm. I have you. So yeah, um, I made <laughs> a good change. Beautiful. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's all about looking at ourselves in the mirror. You know, what is it they say when you, when you're pointing at someone, you've got uh, three fingers pointed back at you. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. And 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 you know what I had to realize also is it's the thought. So every time I was like, okay, well I'm done with this, moving on to something else, I really didn't change my original thought. Mm-hmm. So part of what I do became now that I understand that I need to change my my thoughts in order for me to grow. 
how can I help yeah. people? Right. And and I thought, well, I'm a nurse or I'm a nurse practitioner. I can help people all the time. But the reality of it was self-love. Mm-hmm. So many people get caught up in so many things, whether it's somebody else or something else, a house, a car, um, 26-inch rims, um, <laughs> what the neighbors have. <laughs> yes, whatever it is, you get caught in something else and you left you. Mm-hmm. So now you keep searching for the original thing that you loved and that's you. So my platform has always been Harmony is Created Through Self-Love. And one of my goals is to teach people how to love themselves. So then it was like, okay, well, how do I do this? And there's so many different ways that we can, but what I decided to do is if I've tried it, I can tell you it works. If I've never tried it, I can't tell you it works. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you that I may have had a client or a patient who had success with it, but I really Mm -hmm. didn't follow them throughout their lives. I follow me throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So talk a little bit more about the um, the women's uh, women's care and and your focus okay. of your of your practice. Okay. So I am a board certified, which is federal, um, throughout the United States women's health nurse practitioner. What that actually means is, okay, although I have the whole certification throughout the United States, if I want to practice as a women's health nurse practitioner in another state, I have to go ahead and apply to that state and get reciprocity. But Mm -hmm. one of the things that people don't understand is women's health. Like, oh, women's health? OBGYN? I'm sorry. Women have brains. They have ears. They have throats. They have feet. So women's health is actually anything pertaining to a woman from head to toe. Mm-hmm. What that also means is if that woman has a partner and there's something that is affecting her, she could have been exposed to, some things I can go ahead and have a conversation with and treat the partner for too. Sure. Yeah. And and, and that that is one of my biggest platforms like okay if if we can stabilize each other I mean and and I'm not being ugly Terry but yeah you know men don't actually like to go get checked out this is very true <laughs> <laughs> and they're not they forced to baby. either and, and yeah. They, yeah let one get sick I, I love you Terry <laughs> but yeah let, let one get sick and then women Every year, go get this done, go get that done. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then it kind of stops there. But even then, they're only checking a certain part. They're not looking yeah. into, so how do you feel psychologically? How do you feel mm-hmm. spiritually? How does that go to your partner? How does what your partner does and say go to you? So mm-hmm. as a women's health nurse practitioner, I was like, okay, I'm a little bit limited. And, you know, insurances don't necessarily pay for you to give spiritual care or, you know, 
let's tell you to meditate. Well, they don't like to pay for that. So I was mm-hmm. like, what can I do that's even bigger? And I grew up in a household where, yeah, you prayed. And mm-hmm. you did a whole lot of things. You ate certain things. You followed seasons. You put um, you put uh, sweet oil in somebody's ear because their ear ached. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so what am I not doing that I could be doing? I'm not caring for the entire woman. So as a nurse practitioner, I can care for the entire woman, but I didn't realize what that meant until I realized realized what that meant. Yeah. No, that's very so I, that's very true. So I do OBGYN at an office. I also do primary care, women's health at an office. I in Ohio, you have to have a collaborating physician, and I've been fortunate to have enough collaborating physicians, usually two or three at a time, where they trust me. They do review my charts, you know, because that's what they have to do. Um, they review the correct amount of my charts, but they trust me, and they trust me to call them if I have a need, and I do call them. And if I don't, we just simply discuss cases. And, yeah, that's the way women's health, the way I feel like women's health should actually work. Yeah, I think that all too often women's health, uh, that's exactly what you said. It's, you know, oh, come in, get your pap smear, you know, and then go home and you're fine. And we don't have to worry about anything else. Come in and we'll do, you know, a mammogram once every few years and you're fine. You don't have to do anything else. And women are taught to just accept this. They don't think about um, mental health at all. And when they do ask about mental health, they're offered a, a drug. Um, you know, the thing that the thing that really started me, catapulted me onto this path of holistic, you know, wanting to treat the entire body, mind, emotional being that we all are. Um, my my daughter's father died. We were married at the time, uh, my previous husband, and it was two weeks after he passed. And I had had a set up appointment for my annual pap, you know, to go to the doctor. So I go to the doctor, and he asks me how I'm doing, and I'm telling him, you know, oh, well, you know, my husband just passed away, and so I'm a little upset and sad. And, and he looks at me without skipping a beat and says, oh, really, would you like an antidepressant for that? Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. said, don't you think it's important for me to grieve? It's only been two weeks. If in six months I'm not feeling better, I will come and, you know, talk to you about that. But, you know, as I left his office, I was like, if I was a man and I had said that to him, would he have thought it was appropriate to offer me an antidepressant? Oh, in truth, and, probably and, yes, and, because they're they make well, money on, on selling this stuff. Well, I was yeah. they're drug pushers. Right. Well, here's the thing: if you were a man, you probably would not have said it to your physician. Yeah. True. So, True. so that's a whole other thing. So even and 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 I have this thing about ego. The ego, period, high, low, whatever it is, it's about ego. So the man probably wouldn't have said it. The woman said it out of her emotions, and then was angry because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't understand, or you didn't validate mm-hmm. me. So there's so many things that go into that, and that's what my whole platform is about, regardless mm-hmm. of whether you're male or female. You have mm-hmm. to look at the masculinity and the femininity 
and think about those things and bring them together at some point. Yeah, I, I just remember leaving his office being stunned that he would off, would have offered me an antidepressant. You know, it wasn't as if it had been two years since he passed and I was still having issues. It had been two weeks, and oh, he knew I that. Like he was absolutely wrong. <laughs> he or yeah. she or whoever it was, absolutely wrong. Why would somebody yeah. be able to tell you how long to grieve? That's not right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I I just so you know I switched doctors. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> good. Well, I just anymore. I just feel like too many of them are are you know drug pushers for the big pharma, but that's you know my opinion. And I'm talking to a healthcare professional, so I apologize if I. Um. It's it's okay <laughs> because that's where what I moved into it comes in at, and this is where I feel like I have an advantage that a lot of people don't have because I can decide whether or not you're at a point where you need something that's pharmaceutical or Mm -hmm. we can work through it using other things. And sometimes it may be both. My doctor is actually in psychology. And Mm -hmm. and the, the way that psychology is actually supposed to work, you can have behavior modifications, you can have nutritional modifications, you may need medicine. The way it actually is supposed to work is the same way that what I'm doing now works. Well one yeah. of the things that I've one of the things that I have talked to physicians about over the years is sure, somebody needs medication, but let's determine whether this is something that we can fix with changes in diet and exercise and mental outlook by like you were saying, doing something purposeful for others. Uh, it's amazing how much that can lift a person's soul and their psyche and give them purpose and make them feel like they're making a difference. Because I honestly have talked to a lot of people, a lot of women, a lot of men who who suffer from depression, and they talk about their sense of hopelessness, helplessness. They can't help anybody. They can't help themselves. They can't do anything, you know, do anything right. And it just seems that no matter which way they turn in life, everything is, is, you know, trying to, you know, beat them down. And I often have said, you know, you should try and do something for other people. Um, You know, find the neighbor who needs help going food shopping, who can't shop for themselves Um, and, and offer to pick them up some things when you go. Little things, they don't have to be, you know, volunteering for, you know, eight hours at the local food kitchen, although that would be great, but little things. Do small things for people that you know or people in your community because if we all did that, we wouldn't need to volunteer for eight hours at the local food bank because nobody would need those food banks because we'd be taking care of each other. And, you know, I, I just think that people get so wrapped up in their own environment and their own heads, especially these days we're so isolated from each other, you know, with the Internet and everybody works, and you never have enough time to do, you know, socialize in person. It's, you know, Facebook has almost uh, uh, made socializing in person, along with COVID, obviously, recently, uh, you know, impossible and, and nothing that anybody wants to do so much anymore. Yeah, well, and it's the illusion what? of connectedness. The illusion right. of connectedness. I agree completely. I, yeah. Right. I agree completely, mm-hmm. except that... Let's think about this. Let's consider if you're where you are in Pennsylvania and I'm where I am in Ohio 
and mm-hmm. we would have never gone to an actual retreat, or maybe actually, I feel like we would have. But <laughs> if that weren't the, the thing is, it is actually media in some point that connected mm-hmm. us. And I, well, I, feel I like, and I agree that it has its yeah I agree that it has its place and it's positive. Right, well, I, I, and I agree. I feel like what happens is people become too dependent on it. Correct. Correct. Oh, I don't need to talk to people. I don't need to yeah. do this. I can just mm-hmm. say that. And, and I don't even have yeah. to be nice to people. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> you know, people don't necessarily want to do that. We have to in this society, if we think about who we are and what we mm-hmm. care about, we don't even care where we are. Yeah. Or or when we are, for that matter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you remember growing up as a kid and you might have said something slightly flippant or or slightly, you know, maybe not in the right tone of voice that you wanted to say it? to maybe your grandmother or an uncle and your mother would lean over and say, you respect your elders. You don't talk like that. And you'd be like, oh, my gosh, oh, what did I do? You know, but or it you simply unless... gave you the look because you said yes. what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and yeah. that's really, I think, what's missing. You know, people have forgotten that their mom or their grandmother said, you know, you better watch what you're saying. And we, we need that on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook Yes. And I and, don't know and, if any of my kids are actually listening tonight. I have five. They are <laughs> thirty one, twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty one and fourteen. And if any wow. of them are listening or if any of their kid their friends are listening, they will say or any of my nieces or nephews, they will say that they warned all of their friends we're we're going to my house and my parents are a little different because yeah <laughs> if you come to my house then you're mm-hmm. like my kid and it's that simple uh, absolutely mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm the yeah. father i'm the daddy to every child in my realm of influence and i will try yes. to raise them the same way i raise my own right the rules and, are the and rules, we have that in and common. my daughter is 14 as well <laughs> right so, and then that goes to, so as we're projecting things out there into the universe, into the ozone, into the ethers, whatever you want to call it, how do we project them? So how do we help people? How do we help people grow? I mean, even if they're grown, you know, right. a 75-year-old, a 60-year-old, or whatever, how do we help them grow? And I know both of you know that I recently lost my dad. And one of my things about that was it was really quick, but if I knew some things and worked through my brain some ways, would that have turned out differently? Of course, I know it wouldn't have because what happened was exactly what was supposed to happen, but it yeah. brought so many to my mind. So it was like, okay, so now who else who else do I need to touch so that I don't have that thought again? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, agreed. All right, I, and I, um, I do know how people I, can grow. I, oh, okay. No, I was sorry. just saying, I, I, I know how people can by attending go ahead, go ahead. cool virtual workshop weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like Tamika has one coming up, I think. Right? <laughs> I yeah, do. And I'll, I'll, I do. I want to back up for a second, though. I want to ask oh, a question. Right. It, it's kind of a segue. 
I guess. But okay. I want to ask the 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 name. Uh, you're bringing in the name Epiphany to all of your businesses. What revelation gave you the 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 um, the, the reason to to use the name Epiphany? What's uh, what's the significance of that? Okay, so Epiphany is a thought. Epiphany is actually a perfect thought. It is all sparkly and all kinds of things in my mind. That's an epiphany. You learn something. Mm-hmm. You got something. You can take something away. And that's where it started. Epiphany, Epiphany Consulting, Epiphany This. It was always Epiphany from the day that I started my business in 2009. But when I wrote my first book, I wanted Harmonic Balance because that just feels amazing. Epiphany is like bright and sparkly. Harmonic balance is like, if anybody's listening, close your eyes and take a deep breath. Harmonic balance is like lavender. It's like white. It's like green. And it's like those things are floating easily. The issue was harmonic balance was kind of trademarked as a harmonic balancer, I believe, which was a musical mm-hmm. instrument. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. even though they were two different things, I just didn't want the headache. Yeah. So I said, okay, let's try something else. So I meditated. So what does this feel like? What does this feel like? And I have a, a mentor who was like guiding me through the process of, I want to trademark. What do we call this? And you're writing a book. What do you call this? And we talked about what does it feel like. So I was like, it feels like a, a comfortable, balanced thought. <gasps> epiphany. So then it became, oh, it's balanced epiphany. I balanced epiphany. So that's a balanced thought. That's a harmonic thought. That's what balanced epiphany is. All right. That's so, so cool. And that, Thank of you. course, that, of course, is... Um, the, the business name under which you are running a, a wellness retreat, I guess, hybrid, virtual, in-person. Uh, what Tell us about that event coming up. And so it's also what I write books under. I just want to go ahead and say that. But the okay. event is coming up. The event is coming up. I started out as a year ago in October. I did a retreat that was, well, it wasn't a retreat. It was just a holistic health care event. And I had, and it's not just, I'm learning not to use that word. I had a physician, I had an herbalist, I had a fitness expert, and there was myself. And so we were inviting people to come that were in the health care field. But with that one, I don't think people understood that it, it didn't mean you had to have a license in healthcare. It meant that you provided health care in some way. It could be to anybody, including yourself. So I decided that every year, every year in October, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do some health events. I talked to two of my, two of my friends, three of my friends, and they said, yes, and this is what you should do. This is what you talked to us about. And I, I believe that at least one of them is actually on the call right now, maybe two, maybe all three. But they <laughs> And they encouraged me, like, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. And I was like, okay, well, that was a year ago. And then um, 
by January or February. I found the venue. It was originally supposed to be like this exact immersion. Like once you came, you were going to stay there. The food was going to be provided. And, yeah, COVID hit. However, COVID, again, gave us a different perspective because it created anxiety for some, depression for some. I don't know what to do for some. And people, as we can hear on the news and other media outlets, gained a lot of weight and health wasn't good. And it was like, how do I still do this because I can't give up on it? Right. So that then became, okay, I'm still doing this. I'm still doing this. I'm still doing this. What am I doing? Because when I was doing it as an immersion, I knew how to handle that. When it became, what am I doing virtually? It was like, yeah, I'm not so sure how to handle that. Insert the universe, and the universe gave me (laughs) extra people. (laughs) The universe gave me about five extra people to help me be able to bring what I already knew I needed to bring to fruition, not just for other people, but also for me. Because the more I do this, the more I get to spread what I feel like, feel. Because, you know, most of the time we don't get to say feel. What I know, what I want, what I feel like I need to bring without having so much of a, oh, it's on you. All of us, I just have the opportunity to share, to share meditation. Thank you, Terry, to share (laughs) cooking. Thank you, Robin, (laughs) to share essential oils. Thank you, Erin, to share Mm -hmm. sound therapy. Thank you, Austrina, to share yoga things. Thank you, Rachel, to share with so many people. And with all the people who are sharing what I'm doing, it's so incredibly exciting that I know that at the end of the weekend, I'm going to be more exhausted than I was going into the weekend. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So we want to say um, also at this point that we are honored to be a part of this and excited. Thank you. Uh, And thank you. Oh, thank you for, for having us. We are, we are very excited about participating in this and uh, such a wonderful, um, I mean, one of the, it's so funny, one of the first books that really uh, made me sort of question my life many, many years ago, reading it from cover to cover was Christina Northrup's book, Women's Wisdoms, Women's Bodies, or Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom. I forget exactly the title, but it's one of those. And I've given that book to so many other women over the years because I really feel that women need to understand how their bodies work. Women need to understand that we're emotional beings as well. It's not just a physiology thing. Um, And to be a part of this, which is sort of, it's sort of like fruition for me, you know, here I've been sort of preaching all this stuff for years and now I'm doing the Ayurveda and it's also part of Ayurveda. And I, and then meeting you and then, you know, having those conversations and then now doing this, it's, it's like the pieces are all falling together and it's kismet, you know, synergy. Um, you were talking a little bit about, you know, planning the event and the universe provided you with the extra people that you needed. Um, for over 10 years, I used to run a four-day camping event in the spring in New Jersey in the Pine Barrens, and every single time we needed something. And the universe would provide it. You need a food vendor? Some woman would walk into my store and say, oh, I am a food vendor. 
Oh, interesting. Oh, we really need somebody to tend the fires. Oh, here's here's this guy who just, you know, wants to come to the event and he wants to volunteer his services. He's a fireman. It 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 never fails. So always have the faith that the universe will provide for you. And I'm feeling the same synergy on my side. This is something that I've always held close to my heart is women taking care of women and, and sharing experience and um I am so excited about this. <laughs> well, well, I also want to say something else because uh, you know that I'm taking the women's health um, nurse practitioner, uh, I mean nurse practitioner, the women's health Ayurvedic program. And one of the things that I actually learned as I'm going through things, and again, there may be some people who are on this call who will know, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can't believe I'm learning this. And I go, oh, my goodness, this is the key, that once women are taking care of themselves, meaning the individual is actually taking care of herself, she can Mm -hmm. better provide care to everyone else. And by care, I mean even understanding, communication, just being being there. And you can raise the vibrations around you, and then other people around you, their vibrations raise Well, that goes for men as well. I mean, you know, men are notorious for not taking care of themselves, and they, you know, they 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 just go and go and go until they drop over. And uh, so, anyone, you know, female or male, you know, certainly, if they don't take care of themselves, they don't have as much to give to their families, to their communities, to their, you know, to whatever size community they they serve. So, you know, that, that, that learning, that learning self-care, learning to uh, do the right things for your own health and taking a few minutes and not apologizing for it, that's actually very hard to teach men as well. So, um, you know, we all need to look at, at taking care of ourselves, nurturing ourselves so that we keep our tanks full so that we have something to share with others. That that is very true, um, and also often people misalign the concept of nurturing themselves. You know, I'm going to nurture myself. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to have a piece of chocolate cake. I'm going to nurture myself. I'm going to have a, a glass of wine. Eat it! Eat I'm, it! Eat it! <laughs> here, eat, I'm eat, myself. I'm eat the box of poison people. from the grocery store. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what we need to come around to, I think, is when we nurture ourselves, it should also include being healthy and doing that and not thinking that indulgence is all, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you've got to have that chocolate. Uh, You know, I get it. Um, But on a day-to-day basis, you know, making sure you're mindfully eating and you are being aware of how you're treating your body and, and that the body is, you know, in connection with the mind and the mind's not saying, yeah, yeah, you know, have that fifth drink. We don't care. We have to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow and do yoga or go to work or whatever. Um, you need to, you know, walk a more balanced path in that way. So the the thing I see a lot with people is they think, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to relax and kick back and, and have, you know, a couple of beers and, and have my ice cream and my dessert, and that's how I'm going to spend my evening because I worked all day. 
And and really the answer Never is... Never put ice cream on top of beer. Bad plan. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> that was maybe not my best example. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> Do you have experience with that, sweetheart? I, I, got, I, got, yeah. I got indigestion hearing that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <sir. laughs> well, I mean, I have experience with the beer, you know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have I have tons of experience with beer, and that's why I'm mm-hmm. you know in recovery. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so remember, I said I've, I've never done this before, and there are mm-hmm. there are people who are tuned in who know me, and I'm going to say they love me. Hopefully, they'll agree that they love me. And my niece actually just texted me, and she said. Um, it's warm. And I said, huh? She said, you were describing the word epiphany. You said it's green, it's yellow while describing it. She said, listening to your voice, I thought warm. Yes, warm and nurturing and all of those things. Absolutely. Which is is what I want to bring. Like, I just want to bring it to the world. And, you know, I, I, I truly believe in manifestation. I think other people should, too. And I said one day, okay, one day I'm going to bring these things to the world and I'm not going to have to worry about how much it costs because it's going to be taken care of. And, again, I thank you for being a part of that because I really do feel like I'm realizing my dreams. Well, excellent. All right, well, um, uh, first of all, I do want to say that I agree that we manifest our own reality. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've been teaching for, you know, 20 years. But – Getting back on topic for the the retreat, and we're about 10 minutes away from the top of the hour and the end of the show. Um, how does someone get signed up for this event? I mean, there's just so much going on. I mean, introduction to Ayurveda and Dhinacharya, um, uh, women's health uh, introductions. There's going to be stuff about different healing modalities, including Reiki, um, sound therapy, uh, of course, meditations. There's going to be cooking videos by this, you know, stunning, beautiful woman that I'm I'm married to. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and you know, I mean, this is so much going on in a day and a half. How does someone get signed up so that our listeners and your and the people that are listening for you, how do they get signed up for this event so they don't miss it? So. So I don't know how many people are actually on Facebook. I don't know. But the event is on the – there's links on Facebook. I also have a website, www.tamikagrayl.com. So T-E-M is a Mary, E-A-K-A-G-R-A-Y-E-L.com, where people can reply. Um, I have a – public number where people can reply, 419-464-8875, and just let slow me down, know. Slow down and say that number again, please. I'm sorry, 419-464-8875. They can call, they can text it, they can say, hey, I'm interested. I'll ask for, well, what's your, what's your number, what's your email address? I'll send them a link. Originally, the cost was um, $250 for everything, but again, when COVID-19 hit, sometimes people can't do that. They're not ready to do that, mm. or maybe they just don't want to. They only want some things. 
So they can actually do individual things at $50, and they'll get a whole listing of what's happening on what day. So even even before they pay the $50, they can get a listing of what's happening on what day so they can decide whether or not they actually want to engage. I have a Mighty Network that I'm going to run some of these things through, so between Mighty Network and Zoom, and, of course, the people who are in person, will run all of these courses. I'll call them courses, but they're not courses because we're going to love them and enjoy them through those avenues. Mm -hmm. And, of course, and of course, they can always contact you. That's well, right. They can. Absolutely. They can, they can get in touch with us at um, – uh, I'll just give the info at ujvalaayc.com, U-J-J-V-A-L-A. A-Y-C dot com. And that's just yeah. info I, at. Um, I'm just going to read the list of things that I've, I, I, I looked up the Balanced Epiphany Wellness Immersion Retreat 2020, October 24th to the 25th. Um, and it's, you know, introduction to Ayurveda and Dinacharya, introduction to Ayurvedic therapies in women's health, healing touch, Ayurvedic cooking, Yoga and Body Positivity, I love that. Introduction to Ayurvedic Herbology, Tapping, Essential Oils, Reiki, um, Sound Therapy, Ayurvedic Facials and Pranayama, which is the breathing techniques, um, which are really wonderful for many things, uh, anxiety, depression, um, clearing your mind. Uh, but I, I want to go back and just touch on the yoga and body positivity thing. Um, so many people who have talked to me, don't go to the local yoga, uh, you know, studio because they feel like everybody's going to be in there, you know, in their perfect body and their perfect little leotard and, and, or, you know, uh, yoga pants and they're going to feel out of, uh, out of place. The thing that I want people to know is that yoga is not just for skinny, skinny people. Yoga is for everybody. There is nothing that cannot be modified to make yoga available to to no matter what your um, you know limitations might be in some way um, doesn't matter what it is yoga is for everybody and you know it doesn't matter if, that you can't do uh, a half plank absolutely perfectly you'll get there nobody expects you to get down on the mat and and be somebody be like somebody who's been practicing for 20 years. That would be like expecting to go into a major league baseball game and pitch a no hitter the first time up doesn't happen Absolutely. to take practice. Yeah. 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 And like, can you breathe? Can you breathe? Yeah, because exactly. as yeah. I've heard from many of my friends who are yoga practitioners, it's it's you and you on that mat. It's not you and anybody else. And when you read mm -hmm. the when when you go in there and you think about, okay, you know what? My only challenge is me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's it. That's the whole All right, so, process. Uh, so, ladies, um, I do want people to uh, look up this event. Uh, look up Tamika on uh, Facebook. Uh, email Tamika at uh, Tamika T E M E A K A dot Gray at gmail dot com. Get more information, get signed up for this, 
Uh, Robin's also going to be doing cooking videos in addition to everything that she was talking about there. She's going to do a cooking video, and I think there might be a, a little bit of uh, live interaction with Robin. And I'm going to do a couple of guided meditations to sandwich the event, uh, start it off, and, and to wrap it up. And we're just excited. We're, we're very happy to be a part of this. Um, but I do at this point need to do a little housekeeping. Uh, we talked the whole event or the whole show. We've been talking about uh, Yoga Veda Institute where we met, where the three of us came together. And mm-hmm. uh, on our website, uh, if you go to ujvalaayc.com, at the very top, there's a button that says YVI links, and that's for Yoga Veda Institute. And if you click on that, uh, you can see uh, links to some of the programs that, that they have going on. Uh, Robin and uh, Tamika, I believe, are both in the Ayurvedic Practitioner Program. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm working on uh, the, on, uh, the uh, yoga teacher training. And I'm focusing, of course, as you guys know, on the psychology and the uh, everything that goes with that. And I'm also going to be moving on to another um, certification program. But if you go to that page and find the Sister Science link and click on Sister Science, it's a free two-week program that introduces a lot of these concepts that we've been talking about tonight and lets you see how you feel about this. And if you're engaged and you say, gee, I want to be a part of the sister science. I want, you know, I want to, to, to do this and you can sign up from there. You can sign up for some of the programs or you say, I just want that in my life. Then you can contact a practitioner uh, such as Robin or Tamika uh, to them to work with you on the, uh, the health aspects, and of course, get in touch with me, and we'll talk about the uh, psychology and the meditation and all of the uh, mental wellness and spiritual wellness practices. So I uh, did want to get that plug in there for YVI. They've been very good to all three of us, and uh, they deserve mm-hmm. some uh, some plugs here. So um, Also, you can find us. I've already mentioned the website, ujvalaayc.com. Check us out on Facebook. Ujvala Ayurveda and Yoga Center. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Ujvala C, capital C, uh, letter C. So uh, we promised our East Coast listeners that were supposed to be in bed and asleep by by 10 o'clock that we would try to end the shows as quickly as possible on uh, Tuesdays and not keep them up uh, past their bedtime. So uh, we want to thank all of our East Coast listeners, especially uh, for for staying up. Um, Ayurveda tells us we're supposed to be in bed by nine o'clock and asleep by ten, uh, except on Tuesday nights when you're listening to our show. So uh, <laughs> you can listen to from bed. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. And then and then we'll sign off right at ten o'clock or as close as possible to it, and then you can drift off to sleep uh, with our melodious mm-hmm. voices saying good night. Um, I want to thank. Right, I will. I will tonight. I'm an East Coaster, you know, <laughs> East, 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 but I, I, I'll mm-hmm. be there by 10:30. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we want to thank Tamika for coming on the show tonight. We have had a blast. Um, looking forward to when we finally get a chance to uh, uh, get the in-person part of the uh, hybrid going on there, and we can uh, 
all sit down together and, and swap stories and uh, cook together. Uh, so thank you, Tamika, for being with us tonight and for sharing everything that you're doing. And thank you for inviting me. And Robin, be ready. Yes. We're going to cook together. I, yeah, Toby absolutely. Is, I'm absolutely about it. <laughs> COVID is not going to keep us down. We're good. No, nope, we can actually do it over Zoom if we have to. <laughs> I'm I'm literally having people text me and say, "Are you going to go on their show again?" We've excited. Yeah, absolutely. Folks. Yes. I, I love it. Yeah. Well, it, it that that is up to you, but the inv- invitation is open. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to come on anytime you want me to. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. we will we definitely we'll talk about that, and we'll have you back. This has been fun. So. I do Uh, just want to say one thing. I do just want to say one thing quickly. Next Tuesday night, we will be having Marcy Marcy Munden from Gypsy Cambo. Um, She has been with us before, but she's been traveling all over the country and doing all kinds of very interesting things. So she'll be here next Tuesday night to catch us up on what she's doing. Tamika reminded me since, you know, Marcy's sort of a semi-regular on the program too. So um, I'm, I'm just looking forward to catching up with her. Yeah, Marcy's one of our favorite people. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I can't thanks. wait. I can't wait to hear her. Yeah, oh, this will awesome. be fun. Yeah. So, so thank her. you to thank you to everyone. We are honored that you spend time uh, with us. That you take time out of your day and out of your life to spend it with us. And uh, we love you guys. And I think there's nothing more than to wish everyone a week filled with love. And with wonder. Good night, namaste, and blessings. Good night, Tamika. It was so good talking to you. Good (laughs) night. Good night. I love you all. Good night. I love you. This was amazing. Good night. Love you too. You're welcome. Thank you for doing the show. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us. Seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. <laughs>